It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey listeners, it's Phil Mackey. We're talking Minnesota sports five days a week on Mackey and Jeb with Rami. Available on Apple, Spotify, the Score North app, or anywhere else you find podcasts. If you're tight on time today and you can only listen to one segment from today's show, here it is. Write that down. Write that down. I don't have a pencil. Well, remember that, Dan. Write this down. Write it down. You like writing things down. Gentlemen, we have come to the end of the 2019 Write That Down batting average season. This is maybe the most unique sports talk segment in the country because we actually keep track of our predictions and hold each other accountable with batting averages and slugging percentages. You don't just get to say something stupid, have it float out into the ether, and then hope that people forget. We don't forget on this show. Can we change that for uh, 2020? What do you mean? You have a chance to win back-to-back batting championships. I know, but I've said a lot of stupid things this year. You're like the Tony Gwynn of write that down here. Well, Are you saying something about my weight? (laughs) Amazing. So, write this down. We're going to get Rami on the phone here. Rami has taken time out of his seven-week Christmas vacation to uh, to join us here on Write That Down. Gentlemen, how are we? We're doing all right. Is the air- are you in the airport? I hear a lot of noise behind you. No, I'm walking past a uh, like a bus depot. <laughs> I'm out walking my dog by the bus by the bus stop. Oh, I was going to ask you time for time. My girlfriend, just, my girlfriend, literally just slipped and fell. Oh. But I just picked her up off the ground right before I uh, got out of the air. Is she okay? Oh, my gosh. Dude. <laughs> yeah, she's all right. <laughs> you think. <laughs> Write that down. Right. Write that down. High Robert. ankle sprain. Write this down. You're a high ankle sprain. All right. So, here, the, uh, so here, here's, here's, here's what we're going to do. We're going to go through. Right. I'm, I'm going to set up. The batting average is going into this week's accountability session, and then we'll reset okay. the batting averages, and this will be our final week of predictions going into the end of the calendar year. Now, I just want to tell oh, the audience, it. this is it. Oh, wow. These are the last three. And, and I want uh, two things off this, okay? Number one, there's some NFL season predictions that aren't going to come off the board. We're, anything that could be NFL or playoff-related, we're going to count that for the 2019 batting average season. So if you predicted a Super Bowl winner and, over. and that's a hanging chad, we will wait until early February to, to count that. Uh, but the other thing I want to just throw to the room here is in the past, we have we have done... The, the last week of the batting average season, you have to make predictions that stick in 2019. Would you guys like to make it ironclad that all of your predictions have to come off the board in 2019? Or do you want to open up for, you know, you, you, you get to sit on the bench while the batting title race gets decided on your behalf? Quick poll of the room. In these picks? Yeah. I'm prepared to do all 2019. Yeah. 
I think we should do all 2019. In fact, a trio okay. of Monday night picks for me. Wow. Okay. okay. Right. Uh, I also vote for all 2019 Fire predictions. Jonathan? Yeah, I'm all 2019. All right. That's that's majority right there. All right, Rami, you got all that? Yeah, so it doesn't matter what I say, even if I disagreed. That well, is correct. Three against one, one at this point. Okay. All right. That's correct. Yep, yep. Your opinion <laughs> Sorry, uh, does not matter here anymore. <laughs> all right. So the batting average is going into the accountability session. Uh, the listeners had a 296 average to um, Mackie, that would be me, was batting 295. Uh, Judd was batting 292. And uh, Rami was batting, uh, I believe, t- I, I wrote this down wrong, but Rami was batting also in the 290 range. So we had four people and the listeners all together in a cluster here. Let's go through the carnage here, the good and the bad oh, boy. from this last week. And uh, since he let out the first audible moan, we're going to start with Judd. Oh, no. <laughs> ah, ah. Judd, you said Dalvin Cook would play in 13 or fewer games for the Vikings this season. He hobbled his way there, but he's he's up to 14 games this season. And he might not play another one, but he's at 14 ah. games. But you did say the Vikings would win 10 or more games at the beginning of the year. Yeah. So you got that going for you. Jonathan, mm-hmm. you said the Timberwolves would win at least 9 of their 14 games in December. Yeah, thanks for that, guys. Much that is a mathematical impossibility now. You said the month. you speaking of mathematical impossibilities. You also said the Vikings would finish either third or fourth in the NFC North. Not possible. And Thank that, you, Bears. And that Baker Mayfield would throw for four thousand plus yards, thirty plus touchdowns, which I guess you know could still happen. But eight to twelve interceptions in playoffs are going to be tough mathematically. You also said the Browns would win the AFC North in two thousand nineteen. Unfortunately, hanging out with Danny Cunningham too much. But you redeemed yourself by saying, Jonathan, Philip Rivers would throw, and correct me if I'm wrong, I didn't go back and look at the box score, but you said he would throw three or more interceptions. He did throw at least three interceptions in that game, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. And you said the Vikings would win by at least 14 over the Chargers. You also were correct in your first of, what, 20, 30 30 bowl game predictions that Buffalo would win the Bahamas Bowl today. Yes, Rami? I think Philip Rivers only threw two interceptions. There were seven turnovers. I think five of them were fumbles, and only bad. two were interceptions. Three. No, three. Three picks. Three, three picks. I, I okay. very clearly remember cheering very loudly and scaring my son when he threw his third interception. Way to go, Dad. Okay. Father Fair of the enough. year. Fair enough. <laughs> All right. We get to Manny Hill. Oh, boy. Manny had a bunch of Heisman predictions. You said Justin Fields would finish second in the Heisman voting. He finished third by five points. Yeah. You said Dalvin Cook would get to 100 rushing yards against the Chargers. You said Jalen Hurts would win the Heisman. You said Cousins would be a pro bowler. And you also had been hanging out with Danny Cunningham and said (laughs) the 2019 Browns would win the AFC North. But you did correctly say that Joe Burrow would win the Heisman Trophy. <laughs> one of them, right? A little, yeah. he- little hedge there. How many guys did you have winning the Heisman there by the end? The yeah. Tanner like Morgan your, winning the Heisman. It was like your uh, NBA Rashad championship Bateman. prediction last year. Yeah. I think you had four teams winning the NBA title by the time we were all done. And uh, a couple teams winning the Stanley Cup, too. <laughs> right, Toronto. You did. <laughs> Forgot. I had an all-Toronto fi- final. Raptors and uh, Maple Leafs. Oh. <laughs> I told you guys the Bears would beat the Packers on Sunday. And that the Twins would sign Madison Bumgarner. 
But I did look into my Bears crystal ball earlier in the year. In fact, at the beginning of the year, and said the Bears would miss the playoffs altogether. And that's uh, that's uh, a reality. The guest predictors, Ross Brendel, said the, the New York football giants would make the playoffs in 2019. Oof. What? And Ooh. Danny said Laquan Treadwell would catch a touchdown pass for an AFC team this year. If he gets cut by the Vikings before week 17 and signs in time and this happens, we'll definitely revisit. But yeah, I think you're safe. <laughs> Looking unlikely. Mm-hmm. And that brings us to Rami. Rami, you were right in the thick of things going into the batting title. End of the year race leading. here. And then... I don't like the tone of your voice. <laughs> you, sh- you should see the look in his eye. And then you hitched your wagon to the Chicago Bears. <laughs> oh, no! I remember this day. Not only what a did good you, day. You did say the Vikings would lose to the Chargers. I did. And then you said the Vikings and Bears would be playing for a playoff spot in Week 17. I sure did. The Bears are going to run the table the rest of the season. <laughs> and the Bears are going to the playoffs. <laughs> Your thoughts. That's unnecessary. <laughs> oh, boy. Mm. That's egregious. Yeah, those were some who's pretty a, egregious picks. Who's a twin that entered the last month of the season on the precipice of greatness and then completely just came unglued? I mean, there's been so many, right? You know, but batting average, great batting average. <laughs> you thought to yourself, man, and then it's ooh. Uh, well, Rami, you're 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 still in mathematically, I guess. Here are the new batting averages. The listeners are out front batting three oh two. I am batting two ninety six. Judd is batting two ninety three. Rami is batting two eighty four. Manny two eighty four. Manny at two fifty eight. Did you hear that last list? <laughs> yeah, buzz it again. Jonathan at two forty eight, and the guests are batting two eleven. The slugging title. Is a little bit more of a gap. I'm slugging 676. Listeners, 646. Everybody else in the four or five hundreds. And these are our last three predictions each. We'll go around the room. Uh, we will actually, uh, let's start with Rami. And then we'll go Jonathan, Manny, Judd, and myself to finish out here. All right, Rami, you get the honors. You got to carry a big stick here, buddy. All right. I uh, went and saw Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker today. Don't tell me anything. And, uh, Jonathan told me that he's going to see it Sunday. I'm gonna I'm gonna make the dangerous assumption that I can work on the honor system with Jonathan Harrison despite what goes on during cram session. And predict for write that down that Jonathan will cry at least three times. Whoa! Star Wars whoa. Rise of write this down. Yes. Yes. Because it's good okay. or he's bored. <laughs> no, it's, it's good and there are some some heart wrenching moments. Okay. Heart wrenching moments in that movie. Okay. All right, Jonathan, can we trust you? Yeah, I will be honest about this. Okay, what constitutes... I tried yeah. seeing Avengers, so. I'm going to go with you on this question. What constitutes a break in the crying? Right, like, right. if like, how do you know... Like if it's, it's just a steady yeah. stream of tears for an hour, does it, you cried once? Like, do you have to be completely dry-eyed the next time you cry? I need some the, clarification here. The, the parts of the movie where you would cry are pretty well spread apart. There's at least 20 minutes, half hour, before before moments that'll that'll make you cry. So the, you, you have time to recover and then rev up the tear engines again okay. and get it going. Do we right. know you that well, though? I mean, they, they could start with in a galaxy far, far away, and you... Ah, and then I just <laughs> might. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, we don't know you that well. You know, um, okay. Write it down. You like writing things down. All right, over to Jonathan Harrison. Uh, my first one, the Rams will lose to the 49ers on Saturday. 
Well, that would make the things, Vikings a playoffs. Make things very interesting. Write that down. I, I don't have a pencil. Well, remember that then. Over to Manny. The Timberwolves losing streak will come to an end this weekend. Who are the who are the opponents this weekend? Well, I'm not I'm not hedging my bets on tonight. They're in Denver tonight, and uh, they're in Portland tomorrow night. Okay, and if they lose these two, is it up to ten? So it'd be it'd be a ten game uh, yeah, losing it's streak at eight right now. Yeah, boy, they got Golden. They're at Golden State on Monday. Like that'll be a pillow fight. But you're yeah. saying, but you're saying before Monday, right? I'm saying before Monday. So these it'd next be, two it'd games, it'd be easy yeah. to predict them to beat Golden State. Right? The Denver, are terrible. You're saying yeah. Denver, Portland. Okay. Yeah. All right. Write it down. You like writing things down? Oh, Write this down. Yeah. Over to Judd Zolgat here. <laughs> Mike Boone will have at least one rushing touchdown on Monday night. God dang it! Mike Boone will rush for a touchdown. Skull Vikings. Okay. okay. I had the same prediction. I'm going to amend it to this. Write this down. Write this down. Mike Boone will score at least a touchdown. You said rushing touchdown. I did say rushing. I'm going to say okay. Mike Boone will score at least a touchdown in the game on Monday night. Okay. He looked pretty good last week. Pretty good. Write it down. You like writing things down. All right. Rami, back to you. CJ Ham will score a touchdown Monday night against the Green Bay Packers. I feel like Rami's going for slugging and not batting average here in his last predictions. I like it. <laughs> Three then, times is a lot. And Jonathan will cry say. at least twice after yeah. CJ Ham scores that touchdown. <laughs> yeah. Will Jonathan shed a, shed a tear for a fullback touchdown? Uh, Matthew Collar and Alex Goodwill. <laughs> That's a lot of tears. Three during one movie? Three Write times. this down. Three, three separate times. It's only two and a half hours. It's not three hours like I Avengers know. was. I know. Speaking of Star Wars, Star Wars will make $1 billion globally by next Friday. Write this down. Oh, I like what you did there. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Who's tracking that, by the way? Is there like, st- like, like stories will come out? Deadline, and I think. I just want to make sure that there's that we have closure on this yeah. by next Friday. I'll you said by that. next Friday. By next Friday. Okay. Write it down. You like writing things down. All right. Back to Manny. The Minnesota Vikings will get the five seed in the NFC. Okay. Write that down. A couple different paths to the five seed mm-hmm. in the NFC. A lot of things have to happen. Judd Zolgad. Kirk Cousins will throw at least two touchdown passes on Monday night. Hmm. So Vikings, I got the Vikings Judd and I are like 21 points. Judd right and I now. have the same playbook this week for Write That Down. It's a really good playbook. <laughs> All right. I don't know if it's Write right Write this down. So what's your official one? Your Kirk Cousins He'll will pass for at least two touchdowns. At least two. So if it's more than two, I'm, I'm not going to put myself on two. We'll throw for at least two touchdowns. All right. Write this down. Kirk Cousins will throw for a higher completion percentage than Aaron Rodgers will on Monday night. Kirk Cousins will be essentially more accurate and precise than Aaron Rodgers will be with a higher completion percentage in their game on Monday night. Write this down. Write it down. You like writing things down. This is our final <laughs> prediction each for the season here. So much pressure. All right? I feel like there's a pressure. There's some tension in the air right now. Oh, there now. is. This is great. There is. Very nerve-wracking. All right, Rami. Go ahead. I already, I already won Rookie of the Year, so I'm not too worried about it. I will go with... Um... You only won in that competition. Exactly, Jonathan. Um, Kirk Cousins will have a higher total QBR than Aaron Rodgers in Monday night's game. All right. Okay. Do we need to? Do we need to, to have a clarification on what we actually talked about yesterday? Actually, we do. Is it, we're using the same QBR that Jonathan? So there's. This is gonna. This guy. I, I apologize. I apologize in advance for what I'm about to say. This is so in oh, the weeds. No. There is raw QBR. Mm-hmm. And then there's like some other kind of QBR, total QBR. QBR. So whatever Jonathan uses in the quarterback cesspool challenge, we're going to use for this. Is that fair? Total QBR. Total QBR. All right. 
Right. Just yeah. Just, that's what I was under the impression we were using for. Yes, QB we are. Yeah, there's different QBR. Oh, there's modified QBR. The box score has different QBRs. than what Jonathan no. has in the spreadsheet. <laughs> we found that out yesterday. Oh, Write God. this down. So there, it's total so QBR. QB cesspool controversy. No. Oh yeah, I stirred it up. He tried to. Jonathan, I've been using the same spreadsheet or the same information source all season long. I think we trust Jonathan. Okay. All right, so there it is, Rami. You have you have completed your first ever write that down. Are you home now, Rami? Yeah, got home while I was talking to you guys. The gal's okay, right? She just laying in a snowbank somewhere. You you, just leave her? You didn't just walk away, did you? No, I just I just left her at the bus depot. (laughs) I mean, I guess you could catch a ride home. She was damaged goods at that point. Oh boy! Wow! All right, back to Jonathan. He's never coming back. Write this down. No, he's not. Uh, Aaron Rodgers. I know he's only got two interceptions on the season, but he will throw at least two interceptions on Monday night. What? He's gonna double his Whoa. total. He's doubling his total, boys. That's a guy who's got nothing to lose. Wow! Nothing to lose. This guy over here, <laughs> Jonathan Harrison. Nothing to lose. I'm over here trying to figure out like how can I bunt without like being too obvious. And Jonathan's nah, like, no. Nah. Nah. I'm still Rogers. swinging for the fences. You should be. Jonathan's like, no. Aaron Rodgers is going to throw more interceptions than I've he got has those in the last 18 down. months. Good job, Adam Dunn. <laughs> All right, back to Manny. Manny's final prediction of the year here. LSU will win the Peach Bowl by at least two possessions. Okay, so, so nine, nine, nine points. Nine points or and more? By at least nine points, yes. What's the what, what's Vegas saying about that game? What's the spread? I don't know what the spread When's the Peach is. Bowl? Uh, the 28th. Okay. Okay, all right. Write that down. I don't have a pencil. Well, remember that, then. Back to Judd. All right. I might as well stick on the same track. I might as well go for broke now. Set it up. The Vikings will beat the Packers on Monday night. There it is. The Vikings are going to beat the Packers on Monday night. They don't need no no stinking Rams-Niners game. They're going to get in the playoffs by themselves. All right. Write that down. The spread Write this for down. the Peach Bowl is thir- LSU 13, by the way. Okay. That's fair enough. <laughs> Um, all right, so well, since I have a three-point lead on Judd Zolgad in the batting average race, I'm going to continue this uh, similar trend and say, write this down. This is terrible. Write this down. Uh, the Vikings will beat the Packers by four points or more on Monday night. So I'll, I'll up it a little bit. I'll say that they so, win the game by four points or more. So I'm rooting for a two-point Viking victory. Yep, but that's your margin right there. Okay. So there it is. That is the completion of our 2019 Write That I, Down predictions. I can predictions. feel the tension here. Yeah, everyone's kind of... Uh, they're, they're guarded. Yeah. By the way, we had a couple listener predictions, and we'll, we'll keep listener predictions open here uh, throughout the next few days if you want to tweet them at me, at Phil Mackey or uh, at Score North. Uh, JD predicted, after trading Kluber to Texas, the Indians will finish third in the AL Central below the Twins and the White Sox. Yep. I don't remember if I said that one last week or not. but like that Cleveland one, will? That, uh, yes, the Cleveland will. Okay. What did I say, the Rangers? The Indians will finish third okay. below the Twins and the White Sox. So. Okay. All right, Rami, uh, what, what movie or TV show is next for you? I don't know. I think uh, I might throw a Christmas movie on tonight, but not sure which one yet. I've gone through a lot already. So I don't know. It's I'm a Wonderful Life, Miracle on 34th Street? No, not the old ones. Not the old people ones. So maybe Her- I might do a Harold and Kumar Christmas. I started that yesterday and didn't finish it. There you go. Although my girlfriend is screaming no right now. Yeah. So probably not. <laughs> oh, so she wasn't uh, in, in a snowbank. She's back. Yeah, she made it out of the sober. Boyfriend of the year there, <laughs> Rami Makloff, everybody. <laughs> All right, guys. All right, see, see you, buddy. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Yeah, bye.
All right, there it is. That's and, write that down. And then, write this down. And then Rami went home, and what happened next? Yes. He thought his girlfriend was just hanging out in the snowbank. As it turns out, it was Rami that put her on ice. Little did he know she got home before he did. <laughs> and next. Keith Morrison, Dateline NBC. Well, the question is, why? There would be no more sports talk with Rami. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. Mackie and Judd with Robbie. Because he'd be talking to a jury. Scorn off and the Scorn off app. We brought this up with Pat a couple days ago, and let's go through it here, and then we'll wrap with Royce at the end of the segment. But who should be the all-decade Minnesota athlete? You look at the 80s, the 90s, early 2000s. I think there's some obvious ones. Who is the 2010s Minnesota all-decade athlete? We'll talk about that when we come back here. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts.